Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't You don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Well, now you go to hell. No, you go to hell. Why are you there? Why are you grabbing a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike no, I'm not. Yes, and the are. Bulldog no, on WGR Sports Radio 550. Right. Mike Ditka, Super Bowl winning player and coach. Mm. So there, that explains the – that's the – the theme this week is the big game, of course, and Ditka passes. He's one of how many Ooh. Super Bowl winning coaches? Or did you want to? You were ready for like both. What? What do you mean? How many Player coaches have coach. won the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, what's that number going to be? Uh, how, how many Super Bowls have there been? Fifty-six. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, multiple winners. Thirty-three. No, 30, 29. <laughs> 29 is my number. You say, you say 33. No, it's, it's too, that's too high. And you it, f- just, it just felt wrong. There's too many multiple winners. Uh, see. 20, 29. Now I got to go count them. All right. I think it's 24. Mm. All right. So you, your instinct was correct. Yeah, it was way too high to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Four coaches have won three or more. So that's that ends up being 16. 16 out of 50. Six, we said? This is 57? Yes, this is 57, Sunday. Our four men. Belichick, Noel, Walsh. Oh, sorry. It's so early in the show to bring up Bill Walsh around Bulldog. <laughs> Never lost one either, by the way. Sorry. And uh, Joe Gibbs. Overrated. All he did was throw passes to fullbacks. Overrated. Tom if, ever, if you ever watch those old games, it's all it was. Just out in the flat to Earl Cooper. It's a joke. 
It was innovator. a joke. It was a joke. Ha! The Walsh tree. Two times. It's like a, it's like a rotted tree that got torn down in your yard because it had, uh, what's that infestation? The, the ash borer virus. Ash borer virus. Thank you. Yes. Is that the infestation you were referring to? Yes, that is what I was getting at. Yes. Two I times. I thought you'd like that if I mentioned your trees. Lombardi, Flores, Jimmy Johnson, George Seifert, Mike Shanahan, Tom Coughlin, Bill Parcells, Tom Landry, Don Shula. And then this is the whole list of ones. Stram, Vermeil, Cower, Reed, Tomlin, Carol McVay. Where's Doug Peterson? Mm, oh, I know. Good. This is See, it's an incomplete list. There are other ones. Don McCafferty, Doug Peterson. Now I still need to know. Maybe you were right on. This is just a list of coaches who've coached in multiple Super uh-huh. Bowls and 24 wins out of that group. But there are some, some singles. Okay. Well, wow, I'm still alive. You're still alive. <laughs> Such an early, an early rebirth in today's show. We're only in the first few minutes, and I've already been reborn. Bruce Arians has one. I didn't even know I died. Dungy? Yeah, Dungy's got one. He was the Colts coach when they won. Caldwell was when they lost. I believe that's right. Caldwell lost to the Saints. Yeah. Sean Payton then would be one. Uh-huh. We're up near 30 now. How exciting. Right. What a start. I like my I like, I, well, 29 is my number. What a start. It's going to be higher. But how many, like Ditka's on a pretty short list of guys who won it as a player and then as a coach, right? Yes, and I don't know. I don't have that list. I guess I didn't have this one either. <laughs> as it turns out, yeah. Yeah, Ditka. How about that guy? So, um, have you been doing any prop research or betting? Uh, not much. No, I mean, I've, I've, I looked, you know, even going back to last week, I think I mentioned there was one thing about a couple of guys getting two sacks each. I like, uh, but I haven't done that yet. I do have one, one parlay in on the game. That's uh heavy chiefs, you know, heavy chiefs scoring a lot. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Um, but I, so I'm, you know, I got, I got days here still. Is that because you expect that to happen? Um, Kansas City in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've sort of gotten there. I think they, they will get their points. I don't. I'm maybe I'm least confident about them winning the game ultimately, but I, I'm, I think both teams are going to score. Then you uh, might. My, the, the Super Bowl you're describing is basically the other, the last Eagles appearance with New England. Yeah, yeah. 41-33 right. was that score. I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. You can, for it. you can bet on whether or not this game will will be scoregami. Okay. Meaning a final score that's never happened before. Most likely, so I went digging into this one. There's two that I went digging into. Uh, this is the first one. Scoregami. What would be the most likely final score if it were scoregami? A game that's a final score that's never happened in the history of the NFL. Not just Super Bowls or playoffs. Anytime. Mm-hmm. I guess preseason wouldn't count, but... Regular season and on. 32-26. There's never been an NFL game that ended 32-26. Sort of like that for if it goes to overtime. 32-26. One team scores a touchdown and misses the kick or something. I don't know. Um, 32-26. Well, if the the first team doesn't score anything and then the first team scores a touchdown, do they have to kick the extra point? Yeah, if the second team scores a touchdown. That's right. That's right. They wouldn't. That would be a walk-off 32-26 win. Oh, that's that's, that's it. Right, right? That's it. Yeah. 
There you go. There's your scenario. 36. How has there never been a game? How many games? There's I been know. like at least a I couple know. hundred games, right? In the history like, of the NFL? Yeah, like, yes. like you know, at least 200. How how in the world has there never been 32-26? There's also never been 36-23. I also the, don't believe that. Flip the second numbers. Gentlemen, do I have two numbers right? Are you sure this is a complete list? I'm a little yes. shaken by your first list being incomplete. I don't blame you. But yes, how, I am. Today, it's, it just, this is coming so soon after that first gaff. Now I'm I'm a little nervous. <laughs> gaff. It's fine. You're right. Actually, uh, <laughs> you should be nervous. There is a website that makes this easy. NFLScoreAgami.com. How do we know that website's not fake news? I just I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm looking sorry. at it, <laughs> and where there's the little white boxes are the scores that have never happened before. The green. It's, I love this one. You know, I'm a numbers geek, so of course I would. But you can click on any score and get the whole list of every game that's ended with that score. So 36-23 has never happened, and 32-26 has never happened. Also, 50-3 to has never happened. Oh, so close. 51-3 to has happened twice. 50-3 to has never happened. 41-40 has never happened. That's the game I want Sunday. Bring, yeah. Bring, bring me 41-40. That's, that's, I'm all for that. 41-40 has never happened. 40, get out of here with this one here. I'm, do you, I'm doing this left-handed, so I hope you appreciate, appreciate mm, everybody's patience. What a, listen to this guy, folks. He is digging in for you today. 41-39 has happened. That's maybe more likely because of the two-point, you know, uh, somebody needs to go for two at the end to tie it. And they fail. This happened in a Rams 49ers game, a, a Thursday night game, just about five years ago. And that's exactly how it ended, 41-39. So that one's taken. Anyway, so Scorigami, right there on yours, on FanDuel. What what uh, what, sort bet, of, what sort of that. odds do I get if I want to bet on it being Scorigami? I didn't write that down. Uh, okay. Well, I'll look. I'll Heavy. Look. I, it's, a, I, it's a big, long shot. I would think. I, I, have, that, I have that app. So It's, like, it's probably over plus 1,000. I think I think it would have to be, but yeah, you you have that app, and it's a big long shot bet. But a couple of those scores seem plausible. Maybe not fifty to three in this no, game. No, probably but. not. I I you know I'd be pretty surprised if we got fifty to three. Another one is: Will the game end on a kneel down? So guess what I did, and I do have the odds on that. You bet on the game ending on a kneel down? No, if I were to bet it, I think I'd bet against it. And okay. it's just a single point that I have in my mind as to why. I went through every Bills game this year to see what happened on the last play. They played 18 games, including playoffs. How many do you think ended on a kneel down? Three. Twelve. Whoa. Twelve Bills games this year, the last play was a kneel down, including the last three. It's easier to do the other list. Only six were not. These, you'll know. If I'm looking for excuses for why I was so far off on that, I'll just defend myself by saying usually when the kneel downs are taking place, I'm scrambling <laughs> to get the gear on and get ready to host post game, and I like often miss the very last series of the game. There, how's that for an excuse? All right. I mean, if you if you feel like you need something. I mean, 12, I, you know, I work here. I watch these games. I, I, I guess three. It's four times more. I would it's not I would not have been uh, as high as 12. My guess would have been lower than 12. It would have been higher than three. Maybe okay. like seven. 
or eight, yeah. I would have thought. That's, that's a little more. Half. You know, that's a little better. Maybe a lot better. But 12 out of 18 Bills games, I don't know, I didn't do all the teams. Right, uh, it seems like a lot of unnecessary work. Six games did not. So this is kind of cool. The the Miami game that they lost, remember the last play of that game? You'll remember the last play of every one of these that wasn't a kneel down. Yeah. The yeah, pass to McKenzie. Yeah, the Bills, uh, yeah, the Bills uh, ran out of time. Isaiah McKenzie caught a pass, stayed in bounds. They tried to spike it, and the clock expired before they could. Be funny if the game ended on a spike by the. Well, I guess that would have to be the, the team that's losing. Why would the winning team spike the ball to end the game? Well, that's a move, though. If it's like two seconds left on the clock, <laughs> you just back up and spike it, and it's at, at zeros. So you don't see that. The McKenzie pass against the Dolphins is one. The next week, the game ended on a field goal against the Ravens. The Patrick Peterson interception is number three in overtime. The Lions game ended. The Bills kicked the winning field goal, but there were like two or three seconds yeah, left. so they had to kick off. And the line, Yeah, we got – yeah, I, I mentioned this game the other day when we were talking about, what, you know, games that ended on zeros, you know, with the winning points. And I thought the Lions game was – well, I thought it had, but it was close. But there was a stupid lateral play after that. Yeah. Right. So that game ended on a kickoff return. Number five is the Saturday night game against Miami. Also ended on the winning field goal, zeros after that. And there's only and why I would bet the the side that it doesn't be, the odds are exactly right. Um, if just if the if the Bills are representative of the whole league and they don't have to be, it's one small season, you know, of mm-hmm. of evidence. But you would put it at about seventy percent, sixty five to seventy percent chance or, or of games that end on a kneel down, and that's about where the odds put you. The, there's only one Bills game this year though that didn't end on a kneel down, that wasn't close. Every close game, or rather, every game that didn't end in a kneel down was close except for one, in case I misspoke. You have the overtime against the Vikings. You have the Mm -hmm. Dolphins and the Ravens down to the last seconds. The Lions game down to the last seconds. And the first game in Miami. That's not the order, but we've run it Mm -hmm. down. The Bears game is the only game that wasn't close that ended on a play other than a kneel down. That was a Nathan Peterman Hail Mary that was intercepted. Oh, that brings back so many memories. Oh, boy. Jaquan Johnson. So I bet no, just because if it's a real close game, um, I think you get the field goal. You get the crazy lateral play by the team that's losing. You know, you get a turnover and a Hail Mary, something like that. You get a touchdown even to win. What what would that be like? Um, Yeah, so kneel downs, everybody. 12 out of 18. Allen had eight. Keenum had two. Zach Wilson kneeled it out. Joe Burrow kneeled Burrow. it out. Yeah, Burrow. Yeah. There it is. That one I remember. So I'm excited for the game. I know uh, a, a lot of people are. It's the Super Bowl anyway. Some are not. You've been sort of not indifferent. Sal, too, yesterday. Kind of like, I'm not feeling it yet. Um, but a lot of us are. Yeah, I, I'm excited for the game. my struggle was with watching Kansas City and Cincinnati play uh, more than anything else. I was still sort of banged up about the the Bills' season ending uh, the way it did by the time, you know, a week had gone by and we watched the championship game. I I didn't have any real problem watching the 49ers and the the Eagles, although that game was, you know, not that watchable because it got stupid when San Francisco could not pass the ball big letdown right big letdown um yeah the afc game was a struggle because it just it just sort of re 
you know, it just, just, it just it maybe aggravated all over again about how the game had gone the prior week, and that was a new experience for me. But, you know, almost a couple of weeks have gone by. I, I am looking forward to this. I think it's a very interesting matchup. I mean, I, I've enjoyed talking about it all week with the guests we've had on and look forward to another couple of days of it. Um, you know, just the way these teams are built, you know, how they're, you know, how they're talked about, how they're perceived. Uh, Jalen Hurts' his spot and all that with this sort of super team top to bottom in Philadelphia. Um, and, you know, the Chiefs. I, I saw um, our buddy Eric Eager. Can I? Can I? Sit hour is that okay? Like I feel like I'm fine with closer it. with him. But um, I, I enjoy talking to him a great deal, and I did really like. There were a couple of tweets he had today about the Chiefs. How you know what the Chiefs did this year? Of course, they traded Tyree Kill, and they also didn't convert Mahomes's roster bonus or whatever. They did not do what teams do when quarterbacks have these massive contracts often, which is redo them and sort of kick the can down the road. They they bit off the entire chunk that he was due at once this year, and that means his cap number was bigger this year. And I guess Eager was asserting that that's the kind of thing you do if you're just sort of looking at a – I don't, want to, I don't know how he phrased it, like a transition year, a treading water year, maybe not a year you expect to end up in the Super Bowl, and they did. Anyways, like they, they sort of paused a little, I think, by some of their actions. Like They didn't do everything they could do to get the best roster they could this year. They counted on rookies. They paid Mahomes that full money rather than spread it out and then use that money on other guys that they could count on plugging right in, and they still made it anyways. And that's just so interesting. I mean, the Eagles haven't exactly mortgaged the future, but they are, for right now, they look bulletproof, and, you know, I doubt that that lasts very long. Um, you know, they'll have to replenish and, and just replace people as they go here. So they, they peaked at a very opportune time. They have this perfect team, and, you know, that probably does, doesn't last in today's NFL – and the Chiefs sort of got through a year where that was happening to them, and they still made it to the Super Bowl anyway, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I guess maybe I'm a little bit obsessed with the idea that whoever wins it sort of shows the blueprint, that, that the lesson of how to win a Super Bowl is, has just been demonstrated. And I, I guess what you're saying is the the result of this game will lead to two very different yeah. blueprints, or are, we have that already. And I don't know which which one do you like more. I mean, I think it's it's a little bit more um, not thinking about this as a Bills fan or anything, but it's a little bit more reassuring when you have a team like Philadelphia that, like a caller the other day mentioned, we talked about the odds and next year and how the Bills are an early Super Bowl favorite again. And the guy was one of these. I think many fans are sort of expecting the roster to not look as strong next year. Uh, we'll see what happens. And he said, I don't get it. Like, they're not a complete team. Why would they still be the favorite or a favorite? And I said, it's because complete team is not how, how it works. It's not what it's about. The, the players are not all equally important. The starting positions are not all equally important. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, Hertz has been great. But they're more, that's a complete team. They're great on the offensive line. They're great on the defensive line. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, I mean, a tremendous one-two punch. They use different running backs, on and on and on. Goddard even is. is Yes, of course. He's above average. He's very good. Yeah. Right. So the Eagles, I mean, how do you win? If they win, how do you win it? Be good at everything. 
<laughs> just right. be be great everywhere. What about Kansas City? Kansas City has impact players on defense, so I'm not ignoring that. Mm-hmm. Mahomes and Kelsey. You explain that Eric Eager stuff. They decided like Tyreek Hill was enough for the, in terms of that in terms of the money. They didn't have to. They decided not to do the restructuring with Mahomes. So get Tyreek Hill off the books and take draft picks instead, and let's work it out. And so how do you get there if Kansas City wins? Have the best quarterback in the league. Right. <laughs> That's Yeah. They're not I, I, they're not bad everywhere. It's just they're not Philadelphia. Right. Yeah. So how much value is there in having, you know, the best left guard in football? You know, and the best center, whatever, or, or top top three, top five, however you want. I'm sure they don't have the best guys at every position, but whatever. They're very, very good all over the field. I, I kind of like it, you know, from a Bills perspective. Um, I, I, I like that, like, if the Chiefs pull it off, and, and like, even if they don't, I mean, they made the Super Bowl, you know, they, they, they did it um, any year that, you know, maybe, like, like I'm saying, Eric Eager was asserting that they, that they, you know, didn't quote unquote go for it necessarily, but they still made it, and I like that from a Bills perspective because you know, not, not that I'm 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 here to hold everyone's feet to the fire and like you don't get any excuses, but if the Chiefs can do it, so can you, Brandon Bean. You know, you've got your big quarterback contract down. Now you did pay your receiver rather than trade him, uh, and and you know we talked a lot about that last year and how the Chiefs were significantly different from the Bills in how they handled Tyreek Hill versus how the Bills handled Diggs because they already had a trophy. So even if they didn't reach the Super Bowl this year, you still like well you know we got one already and we're just sort of retooling here on the fly. We'll be stronger next year for having taken this quote unquote step back in 22. But again, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They made the Super Bowl. So I, I kind of I like it for just conversation about them. Like, okay, I, Brandon Bean, everybody's got a salary cap. They do, you do. Let's go. Like, how are you going to manage Tremaine Edmonds if you really need to keep him uh, or replacing him? Same with Poyer, all this stuff. Um, you know, the Chiefs let Teran Matthew go. He was the MVP of the team last time they won the Super Bowl. And they decided, no, 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 we, you know, so there, there's a Poyer example if you want. Well, And so I kind of like that for viewing the Bills moving forward. And you can have confidence in this, in this area, I think. I mean, Bean's been very good at yeah. this. Um, where I think, and anybody can have an opinion, I mean, where I think I would like things to have been different is really it's running back and the draft capital at running back versus wide receiver. Like, that's been, has there been another, like, that's been my one objection here with the Bills in the last four years, or three, What how far back, Singletary's four years ago, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. he played four seasons. E- even him. It's just, I want to get to... I don't want to rush it because I think we can do this a lot more than last year and the year before. Bijan Robinson, and just all right. What are the odds here? The, the mock drafts are out, and it's Bijan Robinson of the Bills. The first one I called up, Eric Edholm, NFL.com. Bijan Robinson, like they think that's about where he goes. The Bills, you know, he, he's an elite running back prospect. The Bills still, to some extent or another, searching at the position. It, it's going to be a popular take, mm-hmm. and that will be you know we'll have our we'll get our mileage out of that. Um, I was going to say something else. Just the, the running back versus receiver. I'm not they haven't picked him yet, <laughs> but like other other drafts where running backs have been picked mm-hmm. instead. That's my really one. I can't think of another one that I've had with you know it's it's not just receiver. I guess the the edge rusher year and forsaking wide receiver has been one criticism of mine. All right. While we're talking here, I think the actual number of different men who've won the Super Bowl is 43. (laughs) Sorry, yes. (laughs) I've got 21 coaches who've won at least two. No, that's not even right. That's not even right. Who've won and and been in at least two is what this list is. And I've got 22 more that have won one time. So there would be some crossover here. The forty-three is still wrong. Second gaff. I'm still not. I'm still what? not feeling the sense of closure. I'm going to no. need on this subject. <laughs> Holmgren is on both lists. Got to cross him. McVeigh is on both lists. Pete Carroll is on both lists because these are coaches have also lost. Yeah. Second gaff. Gaff one A. Gaff one B. Andy Reid. Cower. Cower lost. Oh, to Dallas. Yeah. That's right. Vermeil. Lost one. Stram lost Super Bowl one. This is going to end up on your first guess. 43 minus <laughs> seven. 36 now, I think, is the number. 36. Um, Who could possibly trust this man? No, I. Right that's fair. That's fair. No Joe Ostrowski today. He got sick out in Arizona. That's terrible. Mm. So we won't have Joe. We will have Tyler Dunn at four, all times Eastern. We'll have Ross Tucker at 5.30, a little bit later because of his schedule today. And we'll have Aaron Schatz at 6. Possibility of Paul Hamilton, depending on how his day works out. A lot of Sabre sound, as we call it today. Kevin Adams spoke. 
We'll probably play uh, some or all of his press conference later on in the show. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, 803-0550 for your calls. This is WGR. I love what Dylan did at the end of last season with his purposeful mindset of going to the World Championships because I asked him, I said, you know, what's your goal? You, anybody in that situation, if you go, can just go. But what are you actually trying to accomplish? And he said, I, I want to score goals, you know, and I'm going there to – I know I'm capable, and I want to kind of you know, put the puck in the net, and I, I think he led the tournament in goals, if I remember right. Kevin Adams, Sabres GM. The Sabres are back from their time off just for a practice today. Their next game is Saturday afternoon at home against the Flames. Then they go out west. And if you didn't catch it, uh, I won't spend a lot of time on this right now, but there was, I think, encouraging news on Thompson. Uh, yep. The team is practicing in full now. And I guess the way I, I read it, he did, he's not participating in that, but he skated earlier today, and Adam said that the full the expectation is for him to practice in full tomorrow. So it looks like they dodged anything real, real serious there. The timing of the break was pretty fortuitous, it looks like, maybe for him. Good. All right, I think the number is actually 36. Man, 36 man. different people have won the Super Bowl <laughs> as head coach. I, I'm going to stop counting. Now. Okay. I think it's 36. I don't see that number anywhere. I'm doing my own count. I've gotten it wrong at least twice. Yeah. You got to be careful what what you know if you you like use Google for this like I did during the break. I googled Super Bowl winner as player and head coach. Yeah. And I got Ditka who of course we knew right won it with Dallas and then of course with the 85 Bears. Tom Flores uh was with the Chiefs when they won way back what was that Super Bowl 4. Four, okay, thank you. And then was a Raiders coach uh, when they won. And Tony Dungy would have won with the Steelers in the 70s and then won with Indy, like we said. And I went, okay, there's my list. It's three guys. Then I noticed the, the, the date of the story that came up that had those three names was 2016. And I thought, well, I better check because I'm thinking about Doug Peterson. Let me check Doug Peterson, make sure, yes, indeed, he was on the Packers when they won in 97, I guess, okay. that would have been. Um, Favre's backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a backup quarterback there, third string even, but whatever. He got a ring and, of course, won with the Eagles in 18. So Same as Flores. Your list. Mm-hmm. Four guys, right. And so Kubiak was not on a Denver team that won. Right, no, he wasn't. Okay, I believe you. You're not prone to these gaffes. Super Bowl four, by the way, you gotta, you got to watch that for one thing. If you, if you want, you know, you don't have to do anything. But this is the, the Chiefs' first Super Bowl win, Super Bowl four. The, when the hot air balloon crashes into the crowd, like on fire. you got to check that out. Before the game, they had a hot air balloon. I don't know, was it on the field or did it land on the field or something? It was taking off, and it, it went badly. And the balloon just sort of flew into the fans. <laughs> that's really what happened. The game was in New Orleans, and that's what before the game started that happened. And you can you can see the video of it. As my son would say, "Oh, that's back during the potato famine. Everything that's old is during the potato <laughs> famine." Like no, no, well, it might have been during the potato famine, but there's still this video of it. <laughs> yes. All right. We have Tyler Dunn today, also Ross Tucker, and Aaron Schatz. Just uh, Super Bowl coverage galore here. Talking a little bit about the game, and then also the well, these, this coaching list. We did a lot of that. Uh, that took up way too much time. Um, but a little bit about the Bills. And 
attacking the salary cap. You know, you're talking about how Kansas City did it. And, you know, they we, we knew they were a favorite. They were going to be a favorite anyway. One of the teams, like the Bills, that was expected, was thought of as good enough to make it. And, and they got there. And they had injuries, too, including to Mahomes in the playoffs yeah. again. So, you know, that's a that's an accomplishment for yeah, sure. It's, it's pretty, I mean, I don't know, incredible is probably too strong, but it's not nothing that he got back in that Jacksonville game and they got through that game and won it. I mean, he was really compromised in that game yeah. with that injury. And, I mean, when we, I, you know, watching it as it happened, I, I just, you know, did not think there was any way he was coming back in that game. Once he left it. You know what tonight is in football? Honors. Right, the awards. Yep. So if if you're wondering, this is a live broadcast on NBC tonight in Phoenix, where where they have it wherever the Super Bowl is, because everybody's there. Hosted by Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, right? I'm a fan. It's her first time hosting the NFL uh, honors, by the way. I can give you that list if you want it. Uh, of the how hosts. many how many people have won the Super Bowl as a player and a head coach <laughs> and also hosted the NFL Honors Show? Did Seth Meyers win the Super Bowl as a player? I got. It. Let me Google him. I don't think any. Kelly Clarkson definitely didn't. So Allen, I don't know if they'll be there. I assume they are. Allen and McDermott. They're both finalists. Allen for MVP, McDermott for Coach of the Year. I mean, maybe one or two of these guys won't be there for some reason, uh, but. You know, I bet they are. And so uh, Mahomes, the who will win? Mahomes, the heavy favorite, expected to win MVP. Mahomes and Hurts are both up. Will they be there? I would think so. I mean, what do you think as players in this game? Would they not be at the awards? I bet they are. I'll, I'll bet they are. I mean, what time is the thing airing? 8 o'clock? So that's like, what is that, 6 o'clock out there? It's not like it's a, it's a late night or anything. Nine. For, for the guys that are playing, okay. So seven so locally. Seven seven local time. You know, I think I think you can get out of there probably in a couple of hours. Um, yeah. Is it too much of a distraction for some? I don't know. I, I've never watched this program, so I don't know how typical it is uh, for all or most or any. Of the finalists, even the people who win the awards, like I don't, I don't know what it's like. Like it's one of these deals where you know, and the MVP is Aaron Rodgers here to accept on behalf of Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is you know, I, who Steve Bono? I, I don't know. <laughs> Steve, Steve I Bono. I was just looking for a backup quarterback. I, um, okay. I, so I have no idea what the what protocol is, but you know, I would think the league would definitely want these people there. MVP, I don't know. MVP finalists, Mahomes, who will win, Allen, Hurts, Burrow, Justin Jefferson. I wonder if they just wanted to have, we talked about this with Joe once, like wanted to have one non-quarterback in the among the finalists for MVP because it's not per se a quarterback award. Coach of the year, Nick Sirianni. Will he be there? I think, again, I'm guessing yes. Mm-hmm. McDermott, Brian Dable, Doug Peterson, Kyle Shanahan. Who will win? Who should win? Boy, this is I, a really close one all year. It, I think it really is. I mean, Sirianni got to the Super Bowl in a year where, sure, you you could have really been bullish on Philadelphia going in, but you you couldn't know like they weren't. They squeezed into the playoffs last year. They sort of took off once. The way I understand the story is Sirianni handed play calling off to the guy who's doing it now, who was there with them last year, and they went run heavy. What, what's that guy's name? Sticks. Steichen. Steichen, thank you. Um, 
so you know he probably gets a lot of run for them you know over you know they exceeded expectations i think and they're in the super bowl dable i mean the giants hadn't had a winning season in how long and they hadn't they had did. a winning record since Obama was president okay. before Dable won his opener this year for so, one for one day. Right. So you can, I mean, sure, were they great? No, but whatever. They improved, and like, it, it's pretty clear. You know, they had the same quarterback, a lot of the same skill guys. They kind of they did a lot. Really, they did what the Bills did when McDermott got here and made the playoffs. Anyways, they're very much like the seventeen Bills. Um, so maybe Dayball gets some run for that, but I don't think he wins. I, I think it's it's close. I like Shanahan a lot too, but I'll bet Sirianni wins. I would bet on Sirianni wins. Okay. I would vote for Shanahan. That's what I decided at the end of the regular season. It's during you vote after the regular season, I believe. And I think he is the most deserving. Mm-hmm. But it should be a really close vote. And Peterson will get votes, too. I just don't – I said this a few times, including to Joe, who's on a, a, unable to join us this week, today. He would normally be on with us now. It's still five games different in the standings between Philadelphia and Jacksonville. Like, one one guy have less to work with? Sure. Somebody has to have less. Somebody has to have more, as, as we see it, just subjectively. But – they had a much better year. <laughs> like Jacksonville was three and seven or something at one point. Okay, they got in the playoffs because of the division they're in. But come on, Trevor Lawrence is there. Yep. <laughs> Just I'm I'm not big on the argument that Peterson did this incredible job. Like it was, it's fine, it's fine. But I would never have voted for. I him. would not pick him either. No. And McDermott no. is interesting. That he was really never near the top of the odds all all year. But I think. He got some more support when the challenges off the field started. Well, Tamar Hamlin was on the field, but you know, like yeah, yeah. beyond just wins and losses, uh, I think part and he did win thirteen games anyway. So good case. I think Shanahan deserves it. Three quarterbacks, they yeah. dominated. Like, <laughs> and none of them are really that good. Yeah, I mean, right. Lance was a guess. Garoppolo, and you know, the last pick of the draft. Right. Comeback player of the year is tonight. Offensive, defensive players of the year tonight. Offensive and defensive rookies of the year tonight. And there's assistant coach of the year. Did you know they had that? It rings a bell. I hadn't thought about it. Um, but, yeah, I think I've, I've, I've heard about that other years. Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans, now the head coach of Houston. And Shane Steichen from Philadelphia. Those are the three finalists for assistant coach of the year who do you like for comeback this is a weird one because it's hard to it, it doesn't fit in the box really like comeback player comeback from what i started the year ranting about how derrick henry can never win the comeback player right. of the year award. he came back already in the playoffs last season what's he he's not coming back from anything but he was hurt last year that's why he was the preseason favorite saquon barkley hurt last year had a very good season for the giants yep. christian mccaffrey same and Geno Smith, who was not hurt last year, but was Geno Smith. Just like in the wilderness, yeah. Um, boy, you, you, I could flip a coin on Barkley and McCaffrey. I, I feel like this award is usually injury, not like I was just buried on a depth chart somewhere. Um, so I, I, I'm sort of eliminating Geno Smith. I, he's a great story. But I don't think it really meets 
the criteria that anyway I would have if I were voting. Um, and maybe I'd be wrong because maybe that's not a part of the criteria, but that's how it feels to me. You're coming back from something that kept you away from football, illness, injury, whatever it was. If you were on a team and your team didn't believe in you, I'm sorry, I don't buy you as comeback player. Um, I might you know, say your coaches should be like anti-coach of the year if they didn't recognize that you should have been starting for them at quarterback all this time. Um... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And to me, McCaffrey and Barkley, I mean, McCaffrey, I think, got more notoriety because of the trade. And, you know, the and they only went one game further than the Giants in the playoffs. So it's not like they had a big ride or anything. Um, and the playoffs, that wouldn't count anyway. That doesn't count anyway. Um, play, I, I feel like Barkley was more, because he... Wasn't he around? He played last year some yes. and just wasn't right. Well, no, he played some and he was good. And then he got hurt in Dallas. There was like a fluke play where he was running a route and he stepped on somebody's ankle or somebody stepped on his. And, that, and he was just done after that. Like okay. just a bad throw from Daniel Jones. And like we, we lost Saquon Barkley. So he was he was fine before that. But he missed a lot of time. Yeah. They both did. McCaffrey had a hamstring injury, then he had another one. They're kind of they're very much alike. Yeah, that's why I said flip flip. I don't really I don't really care. Um, I, I shouldn't say I don't care. I don't have a preference really. I think either guy has a case. I like Geno. I just like the logic more. You know, yes, these two running backs came back from injuries. They were both expected to. You know, the people who said they wouldn't don't understand how to predict or how you can't predict injuries. It's just, you're like, you're in fantasy drafts, and oh no, McCaffrey always gets hurt. He never did. Barkley might have for a minute, but had a very good year, like a long season. And Geno, I just like the idea more. It fits better in my mind that it's not a comeback from inaction, but it's a comeback in common sense. Because <laughs> Geno Smith, like almost nobody expected him to be good. Let alone start after the Wilson trade. It was no, Drew. It was Drew Lock. Hilarious that it, that, that yeah. they were going to start him, and yeah. he did a great job. So I hope he wins. I don't know what the small print on the vote, yeah, the, the ballot says, but I hope he wins. Maybe he won't. 
I maybe, don't want him to. Maybe voters are sort of down the middle, like you say, on Barkley and McCaffrey, and, and then you Smith have the Geno people. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. just, he, this is really what a comeback is. So we'll see. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Tyler Dunn from Phoenix in just over 15 minutes on WGR. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a busy but hopefully great uh, few hours ahead. Tyler Dunn coming up. Ross Tucker, 5.30 today, not 5 for his schedule. And Aaron Schatz at uh, 6. Then I think we'll probably get you some of what Kevin Adams had to say today as the Sabres reconvened after their break. Let's go to Mike here. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I just had a different take on the comeback uh, player of the year. Um, you know, typically when people reference, you know, a good comeback story, it's somebody who's been on top and, you know, they went away, something happened, and then, you know, they have a great, you know, a great reshowing, they get back on top type of thing. I, the reason I don't like Geno Smith for that is because he was never really on top. This is his first time as, uh, as being someone who was actually, you know, a qualified starter and actually did a good job. Okay, I Point taken. Um, he wasn't even a first-round pick, actually. He was just somebody, EJ, EJ's year, somebody that you know was given a starting opportunity and it didn't go well. So, uh, yeah, you could look at it that way. And I guess Sparkly and McCaffrey have been on top in the same sort of logic. Right. By the High same picks, sort of best running back in the league, top fantasy pick, whatever. Yep. And then, you know, they got dinged and then now they're back. So, yeah. I don't have odds in front of me. Joe would know, but he's not with us, um, and you can't bet these awards in New York State. I'm sure I could find out, but comeback has always been kind of a tough one to understand, I guess, at least for me. Tyler Dunn next. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.